It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Park, James Seltzer with you. What, what up? up? What up? We finally have news. Nick's back. Nick's back. How about it? How about <laughs> Everyone it? Everyone is thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess we'll just jump right into it. Well, yeah. I mean, how you doing? Good. You doing good. Right? Good. It feels weird not having the season happening anymore. Like, I know. I basically just sat on my couch all day yesterday. And I'm doing dry January, so we don't go out go out on the weekend really that either. Terrible. So like, I feel like ever since Eagles lost, I've been I've spent maybe eighty percent of my life just on the couch. It's tough. Yeah, which maybe Eagles fans can relate to. I mean, I mean they're that's, probably that's my dream. More out so, of I mean, that's really know, all I ever sad, want. You know that it's a little I, overrated. Whenever to leave me alone, I want to watch TV. It sounds yeah. so great. Well, I've watched a lot of really good TV. I'll bet you have. Yeah, but yeah. that's not, I'm sure, what people want to hear about. But it is, <laughs> it is sad. You sure? I don't know if people want to hear about the Eagles. So yeah. Maybe we should just talk TV. Oscar nominations came out. Who's excited? Yeah, I haven't seen them. But yeah, they came out about an hour and a half ago. Really? All right, I'll have to check them out. Yeah, it's um, thrilling. But it is. And, and just so you know, the movie that made the most money this year, Barbie, nominated for multiple Oscars. So there we go. for you, it you're makes in good sense. shape. Yeah. Yes. And there I you go. Pr- it probably deserves it. <laughs> well, it does deserve it if it made the most money. Um, it does suck, like, Watching the games this past weekend, I know the Eagles blew it at the end. And I'm not, you know, I've accepted they were not going to beat any of these teams. But it is crazy to think of the four teams that played on Sunday. They played three of them in the regular season and they beat all of them. Wait, I thought it was two of them. Well, they beat the they Bucks. They lost to the Niners. No, no, the ones that played on Sunday. Oh, oh, on Sunday. oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, da, da, da. Yeah, yeah on so Sunday, they, yeah, yeah. They, they, they beat Bills, the Bucks, Chiefs, and they beat the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, of course. They beat them yeah. All. Wow, how about and, that? And you watch, like, it, how about that? it reminded me a lot of... Um, I thought about it during the Bills-Chiefs game. I didn't think about the Bucks. Yeah. They just lost they beat, to I them, mean, they, so. Yeah, right. So, but, um, 
it's funny because with that Bills Chiefs game, a whole big talking point was like the rematch of that epic game. And I remember the last time that epic game happened, it would it was also after the Eagles had lost to the Bucks. Mm-hmm. And a big talking point in that game was, will the Eagles ever find a quarterback that can do what Mahomes and Josh Allen did in that game? And we're certainly not there no, anymore, but, 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 but it's a similar feeling but of... But let's also remember that he did that. He did that, in yeah, In the absolutely. Super Bowl, like, minus the fumble, he did what those guys yeah, did in 100%. those games. Like, Jalen was yeah. freaking brilliant in a, in a big-time playoff. Jalen's had such an interesting career in the way that he's been. there's been so many, like, iterations of him. There's been the rookie that was, like, viewed as a backup Taysom Hill-type player. Incorrectly, but that's what he was viewed as. Then there was rookie Jalen, which was, you know, not great, but made the playoffs. And then there was unbelievable Jalen. And then last year was like a mixture of all of them. Like not the the backup, obviously, but a mixture of 2021 and 2022. Mm-hmm. So just watching the Chiefs-Bills game, you know, you, you watch that game and you go, man, the Eagles could never beat these teams. But they did beat those mm-hmm. teams. And they can get back to what those were. But watching the playoffs, you just really realize how this team was not clicking at all. Oh, they were nothing close to the team. Like, I agree. In the middle of the season, whatever, they did beat them. Yeah. But the team we saw the last, you know, really the last three weeks of the season more than anything, including the playoffs, like they were not beating anybody. Like maybe the Panthers. Other than that, like they could beat other teams, but the point is they could lose. They lost to Arizona in a game they needed to win, you know? So yeah, we saw it. I, I, it is, um, I, I, so I do though focus much more on the not overreacting to this moment right now because. As I've said so many times, I mean, we've seen the Eagles be down. We've seen the Eagles be way more down than they are right now and go to the Super Bowl and win it two years later, go to the Mm -hmm. Super Bowl and lose it two years later. Like, we see it every... And look, let's take Lamar Jackson as a perfect example. He's going to win the MVP this year, and he deserves it. He's a lock MVP, all that. Two years ago, guys thought he stunk. Yeah. He could have... There were a chance for him to be a free agent, and teams were like, nah, we're good. Like... It, I just think we overreact to the moment so much. Like, let's remember well, Lamar Jackson a couple years ago. Everyone thought, well, we've seen the best of Lamar. That's that's it. He's going to take it too many hits. He can't throw well enough. And now he might win this freaking Super Bowl. Like, I just think we go so far. Josh Allen, a couple years ago, after he had that great leap, and then it's like, oh, Josh Allen, he regressed. He stinks now. Like, it's just we go so far with but this I stuff think, in the moment I, I, with yeah. these kids. He's I, 25 years old. I agree with that. And so... There were, you guys, so uh, you guys talked about this on the morning show, the Jordan Love thing, right? And it's funny we're not even talking about Nick coming back. We'll get but, there. Yeah, we'll get but there. But the, the WIP morning show put out a tweet, and it was like you, Richie, and uh, Joe yeah. talking about Jordan Love and Jalen, right? And I forget the exact wording. So I can tell you. So what it was was Joe was like, would you take Jordan Love right. over Jalen Hurts moving forward? And he's like, I would. And Richie's like, yeah, what we just saw, of course I would. And I said, this is an overreaction. Right. This so, is a massive overreaction. My my only kind of counter to that is I agree it is an overreaction, but we also were all okay with overreacting last year. Yes, and we should yeah. learn a lesson. That's what I'm saying. We right, should yeah. all be learning lessons yeah. as we do this and say, yeah, last year we thought James was the second best player in the in the sport. Right. And now everyone's out on him. Like, let's remember, yeah, you know what? He probably wasn't quite as good yet as we thought he was. But then let's not freak out when he has a down a, a down compared to what we expected here this year. Right. Because he could be just as great next year or the year after that again. Yeah, I mean, like, I think Jalen, it's funny how we're talking so much about the coaching staff. I do think Jalen's at the center of all of it. And we'll probably get into it when we talk about Nick and Brian Johnson. Like, 
Jalen is the quarterback of the team. Jalen deserves the most praise when they win, and in my opinion, for the most part. Now, the defense was was really bad at the end of the year. But for the most part, like the quarterback deserves the most blame, too. And so while I agree with you that I think to say Jordan Love is better than him right now, like if you want to live in the moment, which I'm okay living in the moment, like I'm all right with that. But if you want to look at it, you know, on a larger scale, like, yeah, of course, Jordan Love has not accomplished what Jalen has. Like, Jalen went to the Super Bowl. Minus minus making it further in the playoffs, he did not have a better statistical season even than Jalen But I also think where Jalen is interesting compared to some of these other quarterbacks is I truly do believe, this is not my opinion, I believe if the 32 GMs could pick between Love and Hurts, like, it would be close, right? Now, maybe more would pick Jalen, but I don't think it would be, like, 32 to nothing or 30 to, to two. I think... I do think that like there is a perception about Jalen around the league, and you see this with the blitzing, that he just he can't handle the blitz. And I think part of that is because you remember the Bucks game in 2021, and he's improved since then, like saying like he can't read defenses. And I don't think he can't read defenses, but I do think that Jalen is not perceived around the league the way we perceive him in Philly. And maybe he's not. Maybe I don't know who's right. Like it's. It's going to be either us or the national well, media. Yeah, we but. can say that now. What do you think GMs would have done after last season? Yeah, I agree. I you agree. Know? Last year, for sure. Yeah. So I, I think like it's a very I just think we're all term. prisoners in the moment. But we with were this last stuff. year too. Of course, yeah, I'm yeah. saying I've learned a lesson. Yeah. I remember what I did last year. I'm remembering what it is now, and I'm learning the lesson. And I'm not saying Jordan Love is the fourth best quarterback in the NFL because what right. I just saw. I'm not saying that that you know what I mean. Like I'm 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 learning. I'm saying all right. Like yeah. Let's not overreact to one season of action, which I think is what's happening here. Let's get to Nick, because I we both think that with Nick, right? So why can't you transfer that to Jalen as well? Yeah, I think, you can transfer it to yeah, everybody. I think it's both Nick, these guys. Jalen, Brian yeah. Johnson, Sean Desai. And, again, like, they, and, it, and it ended horribly, but again, they made the playoffs yeah. this year. I mean, they didn't crater their season. So, well. <laughs> I mean, like, think about like Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence. The whole season, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah the, no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, there are I just think we go so we and it's wild because I do think that we you know I think you always react to what you see in the moment and obviously you're going to give heavier weight recency bias is a thing it's natural we all do it but I think that you know, it feels like now more than ever like people are not remembering where we were two, three years ago. Dude, I've know? been saying this for the last two months. Yes. Now, and I was wrong to believe in that specific group, but I agree with you on this. But like this is why I wouldn't have fired Brian Johnson. But to to keeping the neck thing. So first of all, I think the Eagles have misplayed this in a big way. Yeah. So I mean it's very clear. So Maybe they really, and this is what they'll say: is they were never truly considering firing. Hundred percent, and say. that's why they're slow play, or that's why they're just press conference. Yeah, There's no right. officially. They didn't even really leak it. All the stuff they leaked was he's looking for coordinators. Yes, and he's stuff the like one that, that fired. They Desai. never leaked. He's back. Agreed. And so they they could have done that for sure. sure. And or you know, like I know it wouldn't have gone over well, but it, Lurie could have came out and just said we're not firing Nick. Like sure. we be- still believe in Nick. But I right. felt like I think their their thought was. Not doing that was the better way to handle there, the situation. There, I once the season ends, I agree. But there are ways. Like like you can have Jeffrey talk at practice. You yeah, can have, like there are course, tons yeah, of ways. Sure. He, he could have stopped after the Bucks game and been like, "Look, Eagles fans, I know everyone's really frustrated. Trust me, I am too. This was not what we wanted. Yeah, but he. But I, we believe I, in that. I know he could have. I'm yeah. saying they clearly thought that by not doing that was the appropriate way to handle yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, and so I think now by like essentially saying there'll be a press conference is their way of like announcing Nick is back. Agree. I, I just, I think, I also don't love the idea of Nick having to call around for coordinators in an attempt to save his job. And I think with all this, look, all these guys make, 
you know, seven figures. I'm not crying a river for any of them. Like, and they are at the top of their profession and you should have to continue to work hard to keep that job. But with Nick, I just, I didn't love like the idea of him having to basically like beg to keep his job. I think after what he's accomplished, and I don't know if he had to beg, well, yeah, I, but again, he clearly had to convince them why he should stay. And maybe that's okay because it is what it is. We don't know that for sure. That I mean, well, what do you think? I'm like, so I, I honestly don't think they ever were going to fire him. I uh-huh. really don't. I think that was a lot of ball. Jeffrey's angry and stuff. We never heard any of that, other than like some kind of like soft reports about yeah. what was going on in there. We have no idea what happened in that room or whatever. Like, I don't think like I understand that the the season cratered. And I'm sure Jeffrey was upset. I don't think he was ever thinking Nick. I think that's something that we did. That, but the I think they allowed that to happen. They did allow it yeah, to happen. Yeah, they allowed that which, to happen. Which maybe they were like, all right, you know, maybe as it got worse and worse, they're like, it was more present with them. Right. But I do, I really don't think they ever truly, truly considered firing Nick. Yeah, maybe. I, I just think that they they allowed this guy to kind of, because now there's Hang the whole, the wind. yeah, and there's a whole perception of why would a coordinator take this job if it's a lame duck head coach, right? So, Maybe the Eagles can call people and they can say to coordinators, like, no, we were never going to fire Nick. Like, maybe they'll give him an extension. I wouldn't give him an extension. He's got two years. But also, so who really they, cares? Yeah. Like, it's it's just money. And it's yeah. not even cap money. So it's just Jeffrey's money. Which but he spends. The, he spends. That I saw that. Yeah, number one in the league Mike over the last. Reese, yeah. yeah. And about the Patriots are the, like, the third cheapest or whatever. Right. Yeah. They, for for the Jeffrey Lurie thing, people are mad at Jeffrey Lurie. Jeffrey Lurie has spent the most cash yeah. of any owner in the NFL the last day. I think Jeffrey is about as close to a perfect owner as you can get. Like, no no owner is absolutely perfect, but I think Jeffrey's pr- pretty close. Um, but I do think they misplayed this in terms of now the perception is definitely out there that Nick enters 2024 on the hot seat. No doubt. I don't think Nick will get fired during the year. Unless, uh, he could. I won't like, look let's if, not get if they're crazy. like 0-7. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but I, I agree. I, I think I... You know, I, I think they need they need to they need to win a playoff game. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but I think that you know, right now with the with Nick coming back, like so, Nick's going to talk on Wednesday. We'll do a pod after. I can just hear already Nick and Howie sitting up at the podium, like doing the whole laughing, smiling thing. I don't know like, if they're going to do that. I don't know, man. I don't. They, I've I been. Think, I don't I know, know if there's been a do, press but conference. I feel like Howie Howie constantly learns and evolves with these things. He is. We've talked so many times about. He's the the best we've seen it. Not saying I agree. They'll probably be somber. Actually, I, now I, I think, think about it. I think Howie knows, and he's been ripped enough for being Mister Howie Fun Guy and all that. We know he knows. We know right. he's on top of this stuff. My guess is Howie gets it. He comes in with his sad Howie look, and he's like, "Yeah, guys, we're not happy either," and you right. know that whole thing. So, if I had to guess, yeah, no, you're probably right. I do think that when they're asked about Nick's job security, it'll probably be obviously Howie talking about it, and he'll probably be like, "Look, that's Jeffrey's decision. That's above I, me." I actually think they'll go stronger than that. I'll go. I'll say. Listen, I think he was that, never going to be fired. He was never going to be this fired. A, this is this. Is, there's, a, I know, there's stuff out there and stuff that the we were never going to fire. Yeah, you, you I, never I heard probably, us yeah. say anything different, did you? Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, I think they could do that. I think for that's sure. what he has to do. Yeah, I mean, I do think it would benefit Nick for somebody to come out and defend him, like Lurie or somebody. And Lurie's well, not going to talk until no, March. Yeah, yeah, but I, th- I think Lurie should do it. Like, I, no, but I'm saying he's not talking tomorrow is my point. No, but I'm saying yeah. like I think they should. I know they're running away from this whole announcing he's coming back thing, but I would, as a result of them pushing themselves so far in the corner of acting like they were never going to fire him, I think they're creating a, even more of a perception that they were. Like, just come out and say, look, I met with Nick at the end of the season like I always do. I know there's been talk about his job security, but I have full faith in Nick moving forward. Like, just... I think Nick deserves a little bit of of like a, I know Jason Kelsey did it, Fletcher did, a lot of players have done it. Jalen hasn't really done it. Jeffrey hasn't done it. Howie will probably do it tomorrow. But if you're going to bring this guy back, and I think it 
is the right decision to bring him back, then you have to accept that there is like some major PR work that needs to be no done doubt. here in terms of I agree with you. making the the fans believe that you believe in this guy. Because the fans right now, for right or wrong, don't believe in Nick. They just don't. Like maybe a portion of them do, a very small portion. You probably have a, have a better read on that than me because you talk to callers all day. But my perception, based off the times I am on the air, listening to the station, checking my Twitter mentions, like all those things, is that fans wanted Nick gone. Fans wanted Nick gone. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles now enter a season, and I'll use this analogy because I love it, but it's like, you know, when you crack a vase, like you can turn the vase around, but the crack's still there. They're entering next season with a major crack. Like th- like fans are ready to pounce on this team. And they need to do some work. If they're going to bring Nick back, and obviously they are, you can rearrange the coaching staff. And I, I don't love rearranging the coaching staff, but they have to do something to like try to ease the tension going into next year. Because Without a doubt. if they played a game next week, like it would be ugly at the, at the I, I agree with you. Yeah. And you, look, you just, you don't want, you know, WIP every single week talking about firing your coach. Yeah. You don't want like, that's not the, the best position to be in, especially in a town where it's so intense and we care so much and all that. They absolutely have some PR work to be done. And the, and to your point also in the locker room, right? In that, like, if you're the players and yeah. you know that, I mean, you're going into a season where it's like, you know, all right, well, this guy's going to be gone. I mean, that that's an issue. I right. mean, now the go- good news is the players know more than us. No, of course, yeah, but I'm so- just saying if the, if the percent if the Eagles do not strongly endorse Nick, and I know I guess keeping him is a strong endorsement in a way, but if they don't like to your point, kind of mm-hmm. handle this and put information out there or speak themselves or whatever, it's going to be doubt in the locker room too. Like, how could it not? Those yeah. guys are human beings, believe it or not. They hear this stuff. They see all this stuff. And yes, they know more. And they know maybe, maybe. And that is the whole thing with this whole thing that we don't know. Like, we're not in the locker room. Like, it could be 100% Jalen. It could be 100% Nick. Like, we yeah. don't know. It's not. I'm sure. There's yeah, it's somewhere in the everything. middle. Yeah. But, but, like, the players know more. Regardless of what the players know, if they don't do that, they're going, like, forgetting what the players know, we go into the season where there is a general chorus or echo of of fire Nick or this guy's not good enough or lame duck or whatever it is. Like, the players are going to hear that. The yeah. players are going to know that. They're going to feel that. And it's hard to lock in and, and band it. I mean, unless they use it as fuel, unless Nick has a great, unless these guys want to fight for him and, and, and fight for yeah, his job. Now- now, that could be a motivating factor if they care. Now, the shame is, like, Fletcher, I, I don't think is going to be back. Yeah. Jason, who knows at this point. I would probably still choice, say but... no, but, like, the guys that came out, I do think Brandon Graham is going to be back. The guys that have come out and defended Nick the strongest, like, AJ defended him, so a- AJ will presumably mm-hmm. be back. Um, but a lot of guys that came out and defended him the strongest might not be here yeah. next year. Um, and I think with Nick, too, and I've been clear, like, I would have not, I would not have fired Nick because I think Nick gives them the best chance to win next year. But the the thing about bringing Nick back as compared to, let's say they hired like Bobby Slowick. Let's just use an example. Bobby Slowick, there would have been a reset. Like you probably, you're almost definitely not winning the Super Bowl next year with Bobby Slowick, but like you are rebuilding and it's a freshness to it. The positive of bringing Nick back, I think Nick is high risk, high reward. The high, ri- the high reward part of Nick is he's averaged 12 wins a season. Like there is a very good chance Nick come in, comes in next year. They have an easier schedule. They won't be coming off the Super Bowl. Like all, they'll redo the and he defense. Him. Yeah, and, exactly. And, his, and his, come, th- th- his, if if Nick's thing works, we'll find out this yeah. year. And so there's a good chance the Eagles come back next year and they're right there with Dallas for the division. Dallas won't win the Super Bowl, Mike McCarthy, but they do win a ton do of we, games. It, but hold up, haven't the Eagles already won the division? I mean, it can't be Dallas. They won it this year, right? Isn't that the... Wait, I don't get it. This is your whole thing! It's not going to be oh, a yeah, repeat yeah, winner yeah, yeah. every year! 
there. No, for sure. Yeah. Dallas won it. We've yeah, already yeah, got yeah. it locked up because yeah. they be the Giants or Washington. It's a good point. It's a good point. <laughs> but I just mean that I think the Eagles will be 10-plus wins with Nick, right? But the risk is they lose the first game, and this thing just like, you know, well, Jalen doesn't believe in Nick. Even the then, fans let's are be really. honest. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. They need to look good this season. Yes. You know, it's yeah, not it's like they can't season. like do what they did this year and like kind of, you know, uh, finesse their way to 10 or 11 wins and win some close ones yeah. and whatever, lose some ones they shouldn't and all that. Like then the whole season will be people being like, this guy's not good enough. This guy's not good enough. This, yeah. Like that's the problem. Like, you know, we talked a lot about um, with the Phillies, you know, the idea of how how important it is for them to get off to a good start this year. And we talked about last year, but this year especially. After right. play, it gets that feeling with the Sixers where it's like, all right, whatever. You know, the play, mm-hmm. just do it in the playoffs. Like the Phillies are in danger of that, you know, because of the back-to-back years. And then if they don't start, if they can't get people in to start this year, it could be an issue. Like I'm yeah. not, but like the Eagles face that in an even bigger way. Well, the issue now with the Eagles year. is. People just don't pay attention to the Sixers or Phillies. Well, <laughs> they do, but not but to not, the same but the level. Point I'm it's not is the as Eagles, important, and yeah, that's exactly. the point. And yeah. this is even worse. This is even more of a like people like Rob Thompson. Like no one's like like there might have been a couple people like fire Rob Thompson after the playoffs, but right. like people, even though they knew that Rob Thompson played a big role and made bad decisions, everyone's like Rob's good. Yeah, you know, like he made a bad decision, but the dude's good. Like we would be going into this Eagles season with like seventy percent, eighty percent of the fan base being like, "This guy sucks." Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with it's that. A, it's an awkward way to start a season, and, and, that, and that's why I feel like they, like they're going in in a, in a spot where like he needs to have success quickly, or it could yeah, get ugly in this city. I, I, I agree with that, and so that would have been the argument for not bringing Nick back. Yeah. The argument just, for not like bringing cleaner. Nick is it's just clean. it's just cleaner, right? Now I will say one benefit of bringing Nick back, and. We'll see how people react to it. But, like, if you bring Nick back and they're bad at the beginning of the year, you do shield Jalen from a lot of criticism. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no question that if they are bad to start the year, it will be Nick that catches all the heat. Like, Jalen can play poorly, and people can obviously see that and acknowledge that. But what will happen is if Jalen comes out and plays poorly, people will go, it's because of the offense, it's Nick, like, all those things. So you are shielding Jalen. But, yeah, if you're going to – with them bringing Nick back, they have to get off to a good start Must. next year. They it's like have, the most important it, I remember. And I also be I will be curious to see how Nick changes. Like, do you think Nick is going to uh, be less like aggressive on the sidelines? I don't know if he has it in him to do it, but he might. I mean, he got really crushed for that this yeah, year. And you think, and I didn't have as much of a problem with it, but there are a lot of people yeah. who like. I think there are a lot of re- but part of the reason they don't like him is because of that stuff, because the Frank Reich thing and the Chiefs thing and that whole thing with but the fans. But then it's also like, like I don't want him to change who he is. Him. Yeah. I know, but yes, my guess is is that is something he works on this offseason, especially the sideline stuff, where like. Like it or not, and you, I know you don't, we've had this discussion, but like it or not, like cameras are on you all game. Yeah. Like if stuff happens on the sideline, guess what? It's going to be on the broadcast and people are going to talk about it. And I'm, I, look, as much as I want Nick to be Nick, I think that's a lesson he has to learn. Like it's one thing to yell at refs. Like that's one thing. Yeah. It's another thing to get into it with your players. I agree. Like he's going to have to be careful about that. Yeah. Like that stuff's not going to play well. This and year. I think that is something he will work on. Jordan Mylotta talked about it. I think he'll work it. on it. Yeah. Now it's a little. I think Nick's going to be a little like a dog with his like tail. It's hard to control who you know, he is. Yeah, trust yeah. me, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I get it, man. Trust me. Yeah, but I, uh, yeah. So I'm happy that Nick's coming back for him. I think he deserves to keep his job. But again, like I said on the first pod we did after they lost, there is part of me that <laughs> was just like it'd just be better to yeah. And I would just for Nick's health, like I would prefer yeah. him to like go do another job. I just think it's going to be a really tough year. It's going to be, and again, it's going to be. A, and then guess what? 
we talked about last year going in and looked at seemed like a pretty big deal. Two new coordinators again. Yeah, like, so that ain't easy, man. That, so like you want to get into yeah, that I want to get into the Brian Johnson thing in just one sec. But first. But first. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Dude, it's been it's cold. Been, no, 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 Elliot. No, that is not nearly enough. It has been frigid. Yeah, it's really cold. It has been yeah. like, and I've said this before, but you know what? I have to wake up at 3 a.m. every day, so I'm going to bitch about it. Walking outside at 3.30 in the morning when it's that cold is the single worst experience that I have. Yeah, in my I mean, life. it's I like the Arctic days. at that point. Is, like, I can't... It is so hard, like that early in the morning to have to walk outside and feel that. Like it actually, it actually hurts And I me. can't prove it, but I do feel like it's colder in the city. It feels like it. Because right? the wind tunnels. Yeah, it exactly. Wind well, tunnels. The, the wind tunnel on market out here oh, is absurd. It's a disaster. But here's what's crazy. I'm literally in my house in like shorts and a t-shirt. Like, I was hot last night Look on the couch. You, you want to know why? Because I have good windows. Because the cold outside doesn't get into my house. Maybe it's getting into your house. And if it is getting into your house, I mean, you know what to do. You've listened. You know a friend of the pod. You got to call Window Nation because winter is here. And if you've had enough of the cold drafts blowing through your old windows, that would be brutal. Can, like, you can you imagine just like sitting? On, you can't be warm in your house. Yeah. You have to like bundle up in your house. And there is, I mean, th- your house really is like your place to be safe. It's your home. Yeah, yes, it's your buddy, home. That's right. what, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but your your house, it's like your it's like your place. Well, it's I like mean, your place that you can is, go and get away from everybody. This is and be definitely safe. like behind the curtain. <laughs> I think like when you have a public facing job, there is something comforting about just like being at home where no one can see you or hear you. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine having a house where I'm sitting at home and like there's wind blowing. <laughs> like it would, I don't know where I'd go to be safe. So if you're bundling up of layers and clothes and blankets, which bl- bundling up is nice, but you don't want to be doing it because of that. And you're hearing the heat turn on about five times an hour. Then it's time to talk to the pros at Window Nation because replacing those old windows with quality, 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 energy efficient ones from Window Nation is easier and more affordable than you think. Right now, through the end of the month, replace the windows in your home and pay no interest for five years. Five years is forever from now. With no interest, that is absurd. It is a great deal. And on top of that, Window Nation is also giving you 50% off all window styles. Our professional installation means your windows will fit right, so you won't have to worry about leaky, dirty windows and those cold drafts letting out your heat anymore. So don't wait. With zero interest for five years, why not give Window Nation a look? Let us show you all the options to fit your needs and budget. It's easy. Simply call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Tell them GoBird sent you. And tell them GoBird sent you. Get your windows all set up. You're going to save all this money. Now I'm going to pay interest. Now I'm going to do all this stuff. And then, bang! Boom. You double your money. You triple it. You quadruple it on the Bet Parks, Sportsbook, and Casino app. It's a big weekend. Dude, let for, me tell you. It's big time action. So this past weekend, I do the uh, the videos on parks. Shout with out to Ma- Maniac Malloy. Maniac Malloy. Shout out to Maniac. 
I, I <laughs> shout out to maniac. Not a phrase I ever expected I to be said in a, in a, in a very earnest way. So yeah. I gave him three bets. Okay, it was Travis Kelsey two plus touchdowns. Oh, no, I gave him that. I swear on my life. Look at you. I gave him, uh, and then the parlay was the money line of Lions and uh, Ravens. And that was another one that I forget. But I hit on all my bets. That's the point of it. Look at you. So that, and and let me tell you, you're not in the room with us. Nothing like a nice plus 700. You're not in the room with us right now, but the smile on Elliot's face, it makes me feel so smart. You could have that smile on your face because there's nothing like it. And look, we're watching these games anyway. Conference Championship Sunday, like we're going to be locked in all day. Bet on these games. It's so much more fun. Bet on yeah. player performance stuff. All that good stuff. I had the worst weekend last night gambling. Like, or last weekend gambling. <laughs> loss. Loss. Yeah. Loss. 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 But you had fun. Loss. No? Hold on. I'm getting there. Loss. Loss. And then that final, there that you final go. game. Bill's cheese. I want it all back, baby. Let's go. <laughs> What'd you have a Let's parlay? Let's go. My guy Khalil Shakur scoring a touchdown. Let's go. There you go. And that's this is why Nick Sirianni can't. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's why I'm Nick. I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But that's the beautiful thing, and you could have this joy, this fun. It could be you. Not to mention money in your account. Oh, by the way, we're watching these games anyway. It's so much more fun to have yes. this action on it. So here's the deal: download the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. First bet. If your first bet is a ten dollar winner. Bang! Get $125 in sports bonus back. It is a great deal. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Ohio, Maryland. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, let's get to the coordinator thing. Let's start with the Brian Johnson thing, and we'll get to the defensive yeah. coordinator later because there's less uh, less uh, uh, intrigue or uh, whatever you want to say. Intrigue probably too nice a word. Well, there is intrigue too because we know they're definitely – I guess we know what Brian Johnson My now. point being that like we just know they're going to get a new defensive coordinator, and we'll talk about the people. The Brian Johnson thing, we didn't know if he was gone at first. Yeah, then D. Gump puts out yeah. that he's – He's uh, you could it was almost kind of like cryptic where it's like he won't be the offensive coordinator but he'll be in another capacity. But well, no, th- no, did no. that mean I know yeah, I'm just yeah, saying yeah. the way he phrased oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Could read other way. John Clark said comes out. Look, the point being that he's gone. He's gone. Brian Johnson is gone. He's gone. Uh, now apparently Jeremy Fowler uh, is saying that people in the organization not psyched about it that uh, kind of got caught in the middle of this whole thing. It seems like. Look, I don't, I don't blame him. I think it's a weird spot. The Brian Johnson thing's weird in the sense that, like, he's getting in coaching interviews. He's clearly well thought of throughout the league, and he's getting fired. Yeah, it's a weird spot. The Jalen part of it is weird too. Like, I, what do you make of it, man? I think it's <laughs> so. What do you make of it? Like I said when we were talking before, all these guys make seven figures. All these guys are at the top of their profession. So, I'm not going to say anything is like completely unfair. But it is pretty unfair Brian Johnson lost his job. Brian Johnson was not the problem. If you're going to fire Brian Johnson, then honestly just fire Nick. Like, Brian, firing Brian Johnson to me feels like there's two reasons. There there could be three potential reasons. Maybe they just don't think he's a good play caller. Which that could be evidence it. suggests he's not. But again, well, I was big on giving, like, it's his first year doing yeah. it. All, all we can say is he was not impressive as a play caller. But what's funny is watching these playoff games this week, they all looked like they were clicking on a higher level on offense, but I saw a lot of wide receiver screens. I saw like you yeah, know, yeah, but they run them well. But, that, but the, the point, no, but I'm saying that yeah. they're they're the 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 play itself is creative yeah. and interesting. There's diversions on those wide receivers. It's not just like hey, here you go, you go. Like, well, I don't think that's what the Eagles. Do, it's what it but, looked like, buddy. But so there's that. The other reason they could have fired Brian is just because they know someone has to go. Like, you know, it's like mm-hmm. they can't run it back. People will be too mad. We just talked about the ugliness going into the season. I think the reason they fired Brian Johnson is because they don't think him and Jalen work together. 
Like I, I think that is the reason. And and I it's think like Press Taylor two point like Press Taylor and Carson. I think like he's that just not coaching. Fans hard can enough. be excited. Brian gets fired. Everybody can you know have their victory lap of like so happy he's gone. Blah blah. blah. Brian's not the problem. Maybe he's not the solution. But to be a first year coordinator, and people hate when I say this, but I'll say it again. To be seventh in points per game and to get fired is like absurd. Uh, it's absurd. Again, the seventh point per game, you got to stop saying. What, uh, do, okay, what were they the last seven weeks? Give me that stat. Well, I don't know what all the other teams were in the last seven. Like, I don't know where they but ranked we all in the last know. seven. Weeks. Like, the yeah, point they, being they didn't that, look good. I agree. It, it, like, it, but in it, that case, get rid it does of Nick not and tell get rid the of Jalen. Story. Yes, you know? I agree. But you're, you can't get rid of everybody. You gotta, someone has to pay for what that offense became. But but I don't. That's the like. I get that someone does have to pay. Like, they had so much talent, and that's what we got. Yeah, but the players played poorly. The offensive line was not very good. Players Jalen didn't, didn't totally play well. Only suck. They are not put in positions to be successful. I think it's a, I think it's a combination of. Of course yeah. it is. Of yeah. course it is. But Brian Johnson did not do well. That's for sure. Brian Johnson. I don't know. I don't know. I I think Brian. Look, ultimately, he's the offensive coordinator. Get more out of Jalen. Like that's on you too. Yeah, then. agree. You know, if Jalen is not doing the things that need to be done, that's on you. You're agree. his fucking coach. Sorry yeah. for the curse, but you're his coach. Yeah, I I agree with that part. So I think that Brian getting fired, you know, it is what it is. Like I don't think it's. Excuse me. I don't think it's fair. I think after giving up on a guy after a year, like, isn't really that, fair. Uh, that, and that uh, forget the fair part. Like whatever, this is whatever the we're... NFL. Yeah. It is, it, it, there's no fair, I, I'll use the uh, Clint Eastwood quote I used last time from Unforgiven. You know, I don't deserve this. Deserve's got nothing to do with it. Right. Fair has nothing to do with this, so right. it doesn't matter. Like, it is what it is. I generally agree that one year as a play caller is a first time ever play caller in the NFL, that you should not generally lose your job after that one year because you, your expectations were clearly too high. Yeah, you're a first time ever play call. You deserve the chance to get some reps, to to learn, to learn on the job, to make mistakes, to see more, and all that. So, holistically, I agree with you. But look, I, I also was not impressed with anything Ryan Johnson did this year, personally, from what we know mm-hmm. of what he's done. And look, the Jalen thing alone, like if you feel like because of his relationship with Jalen that he's not hard enough on him or he's not coaching him the right way or whatever, then he has to go. Like flat out, end yeah, of story. Yeah, I like, agree with that. Jalen Hurts yeah. is the most important person in this organization. Period, end of story. It is what it is. Today, right, right now. Yep. It might not always be. Or, you know, it might not be for in three years. Who knows? I, I think he yeah. will be, but we don't know. But right now today, Jalen Hurts is the most important person in this organization. Period. Yeah. He's the most financial commitment, the whole thing. So I guess you can maybe argue Howie in a way is maybe more important. In yeah, a way, it's either Howie or Jalen. It's either Howie or Jalen, yeah. right? So if if Brian doesn't work, especially because he's not the head coach, if Brian doesn't work with Jalen, like I'm sorry, like it is what it is. Yeah, you if, have to act. If Brian can't get Jalen to listen to him, then it's I over. agree. It's, I, it's just I, and it sucks. And, I agree. And maybe with that. Brian Johnson goes somewhere else and be a good coach, but he doesn't have this relationship yeah. with the quarterback. And if Jalen's like audibling at the line all the time and all those things, like there's, there, I agree. There's really it's, no, it's untenable. I agree. So in that way, like I am okay with firing Brian. But I Johnson. agree with your your general point of hiring this guy, putting him in this role, especially after you did a great job at QB coach, putting him yeah. in this role, and then one year and there are failures all around, and he gets fired. Like, yeah, it sucks. For and I think I that's totally what the Jeremy Fowler quote is saying is I think is people, other people in the organization, people feel in other in the building, are probably like, well, this that, guy, it wasn't this guy's that's fault. Not fair. Yeah, exactly. There's sure the word, did. right? Yeah. <laughs> like I, I think that there. are there are people in that building that are like, Brian was not the problem. Much like when Desai got fired, mm-hmm. I feel yeah, like the players, the players were like, what's going on here? So I just... Which, which let's let's call it what it is. We 
Jeffrey and Howie deserve some heat for this. For sure. For the way this is playing out, for how the... the and the, Nick. Nick does too. And especially yeah. when you couple it with, and granted, they, they figured it out, and Nick got him to a Super Bowl, but with how the Doug thing played out, like, that was the coach who won you a Super Bowl. Right. And the way that whole thing played out with the coaches, and we want him to change coach and all that, but the way they handled that whole thing, and there was dysfunction in the building, and the fact that... Now, twice in a row, you've signed a quarterback to a massive contract, and then all of a sudden, there's issues with him not listening or doing what he wants or this yeah. or that. Like, like that. All of a sudden, you know, it's kind of like, okay, so now we move past. I mean, it's on Nick, too. We move past Nick. This is a Jeffrey and is an organizational yeah, well, thing, and that's what's, potentially. That's what's so frustrating about all this is it all feels so self-inflicted. You know, like, I think Nick is a great head coach. I think Jalen can be a great quarterback. All right, I'll rephrase it. I think Nick can be a great head coach. Jalen can be a great quarterback. They've We've been great together. Correct. Yes. I think Brian Johnson is a great football coach. I think Desai has it in him. I don't think Patricia does. But I think, like, all these guys, Howie's great. Like, But it seems like they're just messing it up all together. I, I, with two new coordinators coming in, I'm thinking back to preseason. I remember there was a day they moved practice from the Novacare to the Link, and they did it because I remember they wanted to work on game day communication. With Sean Desai, yep, and exactly. The yep. And so while while maybe Brian Johnson has has flaws as a coordinator, I would have just I would feel better about this team in some ways if they were going into next season with Brian Johnson and Desai as their coordinators, where they had a full year of the three so of them the, together. I, I get it, and I, I'm not saying I disagree. Yeah. I'm just saying I do think that there is a counter to that because I do think you're right in the sense of if they just hired young guys and inexperienced guys and guys who have no connection, Nick, fine. But I do think if it's, you know, for example, let's say like, because they're the ones yeah, who are Rivera about, and Frank Reich. Right. And Frank Reich, both guys who are not getting a coaching job. Right. So like you're bringing Frank Reich in, he could be here for a while. It's not for like, sure. you know, like Ben Johnson type guy where that guy's getting a job, this guy's getting a job. Like, and Frank and Nick are close. Like they have worked together and stuff. So you have that automatically off the top and then you just like as much as I like Sean Desai uh, you know he seems like a nice guy and and clearly smart and all that like he was a defensive coordinator for one year in the NFL like Ron Rivera's been a defensive coordinator for many years and then a head coach my point being that I think part of that yes it's knowing each other but I think it's also as much first time offensive coordinator barely been a defensive coordinator young head coach for sure I think that added all game day stuff all stuff they've never been through all that like Frank would be like we've done this Ron Rivera's been like, I got it, man. I've done this a million times. Yep. Like, I do think that that experience in this case matters. I 100% agree with that. And now, if they would have brought Brian Johnson back, let's be honest, there's a shot he could have got a head coaching job next offseason. Sure. He got three interviews this year, so it's a, it's a lot like Gannon. It's like almost playing out exactly like Gannon, the way that everyone at Gannon gone, he got a bunch of head coaching interviews, he came back, did a great job, and then everyone <laughs> wanted him gone again, and he got a head coach. But, so, I think what you're, the point you just made is very true. Like, the thing that I like about older coordinators is I really do think they need like adults in the room. Yeah. They need someone and this sounds simple, but it's not. They need someone on the defensive side of the ball that can just like schedule the meetings show. the right way. Run the whole show. Yeah, like run the whole yes, show. Exactly. Like remember yep. we talked when Doug was here, it was like, all right, Jim Schwartz is the head coach of the defense. Yeah. And Doug's boom. Do that again. And like that, yeah. Nick even says it. He's like, I'm not a defensive guy. I'm just helping out with the defense. Yeah. Like, good, fine. Don't do it then. Get me someone who is the head coach of the defense. And that's why on defense for me, I look, I'm always going to say it's exciting if you get like a Jesse Mittner out of Michigan or the Georgia defense. Like, there are, there are guys that I think have bright futures that you could argue make sense. 
if I'm Jeffrey, I'm just opening the checkbook for Ron Rivera. Me too. Be like, come in here. And look, he hasn't been a coordinator for yeah, a really Wink long Martindale, time. Uh, another example. I'm not as into I Wink. Like, but... I like Rivera more than Wink too, but Wink, yeah. same idea. Wink's the, the same being, idea. Agreed. Someone who has run a bunch of defenses yes. in the NFL and can come in and say, all right, this is how we're going to do it and just do it. And I do, and like, let's talk about Wink and Ron Rivera. I do think, while I could picture Sirianni and Wink Martindale having like epic nights out together talking about football and drinking and having fun. Mm-hmm. I do wonder if there would be something better about having Ron Rivera's more like calming, mm-hmm. veteran, older, Possible. you know, where I, I think, look, Wink and Dable apparently like yelled at each other all the time. And mm-hmm. I think Dable's a clown, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know about Wink and Nick together. I think Ron Rivera would be so perfect. Like he's been here in Philly yeah, before. Yeah, he knows it. Jeffrey he know, knows him. Jeffrey knows thing. him. Like he's run deep, and he's been a good coordinator. He's been a head coach. Great like, with you linebacker. Know, exactly. Like experience Ron can come in and just be like, I got it. Yep. You worry about the offense. I will be fine with the defense. Yep. And But the other thing I'll say about both coordinators, and especially on defense, if you bring Ron in, you got to let Ron do his thing. Yeah, you can't do the whole, no, like, like, oh, this we is don't our value philosophy. Big. Exactly. I, yeah. Not just if it's Ron. Like, period. That's done. Like, agree. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, yeah, I agree. Nick's philosophy on defense means nothing to me right I now. I agree. Yeah. 100%. So, I think on defense, I'm very in on Ron Rivera. Mike Caldwell, I like a little bit, too. Fine. Less, yeah. Way less. His, his numbers were he not good in two years. He just didn't do a good job in Jacksonville. It's yeah. like, he's not having... And he just doesn't have the a, a great player, you know, or not great, but a good player. Yeah. He was here. I remember watching him, you yeah. know, with Emmons and those guys. Uh, but he just doesn't have the pedigree that Ron Rivera Agreed. does, or Wink, for that now, matter. Now, Wink, like, Wink blitzes a ton, which maybe it's just time to do that, and it would feel like overcorrection by the Eagles. Uh, but it is city, so against everything. It is so against everything that, like, I think Howie, like, we talk about Nick, but I think yeah. Howie believes yeah, I think it's, yeah. Um, So, yeah. For defense, for me, it's very clear. I would hire Ron Rivera. I think it would be a great hire, all those things. Offense, it's less clear. It's less clear on offense who I hire. I don't love the Frank Reich thing. I don't hate it, but I don't think Frank's as good of a coach people make him out to me. Now, look, maybe as a coordinator, he'd be better, and he does have a relationship with Nick, and I do think he'd be a calming presence for Nick, and I do think he would be all those things. I don't know if I love the dynamic of Nick's mentor coming in here. The other thing about bringing Reich and Rivera is, if you think Nick's on the hot seat, you got two guys that like it. Yeah, but I don't think anyone wants them as head coaches. Like, well, I'm uh, saying he's an interim guy. Yeah, but fa- like, it uh, makes yeah. it very easy to fire Nick. That's like, true in yeah, season, yeah. but we don't expect an in-season firing. Most no, likely, he only anyway. fired Chip in season because he hated Chip. Look, I don't think he likes. I yeah. think he likes Nick. And I think Reich. I get your point with that, but I think having someone who is. Um, who knows Nick and on the offensive side of the ball? Defense again. I don't want Nick involved. Like I like I, he, he can barely know the players on the defense I side agree. of the ball. First, no reason for Nick to even to, to know what's like, going give on. Give me a head coach to the defense. Yeah. On the offensive side, though, theoretically, like I'll take anyone like Frank Reich. Anyone who I think is a can call plays and can well, be. What do you think about Arthur Smith? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I, I loved him as an offensive coordinator okay. in Tennessee. Point being, anyone like that, someone yeah. who's not going to be head coach anytime soon. And is going to be here for a few years and can step in and and bring, like you said, an adult in the room. The only reason I would be fine with Frank is I do think that on the offense side of the ball, where Nick is involved more, it it couldn't hurt to have someone he's tight with, someone that it, they have a working relationship, a flow. Because it's not just a mentor thing. They did work together. Like, yeah. head coach, it's the exact thing reversed. So at least they have a flow and a way they go I about things. I agree with things. that. That's, that, a that's all I'm saying. So what the Eagles also have to consider, with Brian Johnson gone, Excuse me. And there's been some reporting from Tim McManus about how, like, this is probably loosely fair, paraphrasing it too much, but it's almost like Nick and, uh, I'm sorry, Brian and Jalen kind of wanted to do one thing and Nick, like, wanted to do another. Like, would you agree that was an overarching kind sure, of theme? but then we heard that Nick and Brian were 
with the most Ralph Vacchiano or whatever was that the one where yeah. he's like you know so, well, so I get, there's been so many reports it's kind of hard to, like yeah. it, and this is what happened again in 2020 it's the exact same thing it's remember it was like thing. every other day it's like oh now this is Jeffrey and now you're doing yep, it oh yeah. but Carson it's, this and it's then a mess like, yeah. it's a mess but one thing I think you have to consider with the offensive side of the ball that you don't with defense is that on offense, you have to think about like how are Jalen and Nick going to handle whoever they bring in. And I think that's a benefit of Frank. That's a really good point. That's yep. like, I, like I would be worried about how Jalen is going to get along with this offensive coordinator guy. Like if Brian was his guy and, totally. they're, and they're firing Brian against Jalen's will, let's just say that Jalen doesn't want him fired and they're firing him regardless. Like how's, I don't know how Jalen, I think Jalen is a, a mature professional. So I'm not saying he's going to be in the meeting room being like, oh, screw you. But I don't know. There are already a lot of reports this year about how Jalen maybe isn't the most outgoing. And, like, Britton Covey said he's not super approachable. And, like, right? So I just wonder about that dynamic. And then the other dynamic with Nick is, and I'm curious for your opinion on this specifically, because I think you're more down on the offensive scheme than I am. Like, are you bringing someone in that's just going to do their own thing? Like, or, or are they running Nick's offense again? Well, I mean, yeah, it's a I'm great just, point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think it has to be. Because we know he's not calling plays. I think it has to be a blend. I think it has to be something where it's the, and that's why I like Frank, because Nick's offense is Frank's offense, like yeah. I'm sure, you know. But I I don't like the concept of I'm just running my offense. You know, I want Nick to to be what Bill Belichick is, to be what every great, great, great coach is, and say, I don't have an offensive system. My offensive system is dependent upon the players that I have and what they do well. And I have concepts that I believe in, but like I'm going to change every year. I'm going to say who I have and be like, all right, we got AJ Brown. You know, I do think we're going to incorporate more. Not enough. Clearly, dude. Clearly. Clearly. My point is, is I don't just the fact that he says this is my offensive system, like, I don't want that. Well, I think I think an indication that he does do it, at least somewhat, is he never puts Jalen under center. Like, and he comes from a coaching staff where a lot of right. So I do think he coaches. To his players, but what I more mean is, but maybe the point I, miss- is like, I don't want an offensive system like adjust based on what you players you have. Like, get, get, if RPO makes the most sense, do RPO. Uh, if a West Coast offense makes the most sense, do West I agree Coast with offense. That. Let that's me let me rephrase. Point. Do you think they should bring someone in that's just going to do the offense on their own, and Nick becomes a CEO guy, or is it somewhere where Nick is working with this guy? Like, I think, Nick, I, I think that's I, I a difference. Think, I don't think you can say Nick's not allowed to be involved in the offense. I think you know he's the head coach, of the team. I think you bring in some, but I don't think you bring in someone who's going to defer to Nick. I don't think you bring in someone who's like, all right, coach, your offense, let me call the plays. I think you bring in someone who's going to say, all right, Nick, like, here's your offense. Here's how I would fix it. Here's what I would do. I think we should call more of this. And who gets ultimate say? I think it's a, it has to be collaboration. I don't think it can be. I, I mean, ultimately, who do we think is going to have the most? I think Howie's going to have that say on something like that at the end of the day. But well, uh, who uh, yeah. I think should. I mean, I I'm torn on it. It yeah. depends on who I you hire. I think you have to have somebody. Like, I think it depends on who you hire. The, I think at the end of the day, that person has play calling ability. The point being that like none of this, like Nick being like, no, 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 I told Brian not to run that. No, Nick can't be involved in play calling at all as far as I'm And concerned. so I don't disagree with that, but if that's going to be the case. Then let the guy run his offense. Then let the guy run his sure. offense. Sure. Look, again, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't either. Um, so I think that's an interesting decision they have to make on offense because like on defense, it's a blank slate. Like no one's coming back. Right. No one, and the players that are like can do whatever. On offense, there's a lot of like power dynamics. There's a lot of ret- obviously Nick and Jalen are returning, and the Eagles are going to have to walk a thin line, a delicate like tightrope of making sure Jalen and Nick, who both have in different ways like explosive personalities, and it's interesting to say that about Jalen. But you know what I mean, like two personalities that have to be managed. Hiring someone for this job, while I do think it's still an attractive job, it's a it's a tough job to walk into. No doubt, because you just saw the guy get fired no after a year. 
You don't know if you're going to have full say. Like, well, again, you what do you think Nick about Jalen as a quarterback? If Nick, if Nick does get fired this year, then guess what? Someone's coming in with their own coaching staff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, you are really, like, you're potentially stepping into a one-year gig. Yeah. So, I think Frank makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, I think I Frank checks a lot of those boxes. It's also very Eagles to hire Frank and Ron Rivera. Oh, it'd be so on brand. Yeah. It'd be great. Um, I have one last coaching thought before we get to final thoughts. Yes. Because, yeah, you, yeah, got, a, you yeah. got a meeting coming yeah. out. Coming so, out, so trying to trying to get I, you out of here. I thought it was funny yesterday when when it was reported that Matt Patricia wasn't going to be back and it was like, well, he's expected to be in the running for defense coordinator jobs. And all the fans are like, ha he's not going to get a coordinator job. Hate to break it to you guys. Your own team just hired him as defensive coordinator. <laughs> so while I do not think Patricia's going to get a defensive coordinator job, the Eagles themselves just made him defensive coordinator. So, That's true. No, they didn't it? hire him to be one, but still, yes. Well, who did. knows? It's a good point. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. So That was good. So like yeah, that. so I'm in on Ron Rivera. That's like the main. I think my overarching to wrap it all up. In on Ron Rivera. Happy Nick's back. The offense is a delicate situation. I think you nailed it. Look at Thank you, you. Just, yeah. <laughs> an in summation. Yes, yeah, a summary. Good. All right, final thought. Okay, I'm opening my notes app. I have a few good ones. Um, uh, Let me on. go first while you choose yours. Um, oh, you know, I'll go right now. Okay, good. Okay. I love that when you're always like, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm going first. I'm ready. Okay, so I'm going to go with with a sports one. All right. Like, we don't talk enough sports. No, I'm kidding. Actually, I'm not. I already told I'm you this. Kidding, I was kidding. Yeah. Well, you, I you already, told me not on air. I told you I didn't say it on air. Okay. So I'll go with a different one, actually. I'll wait a little <laughs> bit. Okay, ready? Yeah. One God bless you is enough. Ooh, so if people sneeze multiple multiple times. The second God bless you, you're just making the first person feel awkward. Awkward. Yeah. I'm I someone that, that sneezes four or five times in a row. The first one, I don't think you have to say it, but I think it's nice to say. You should say it. Yeah, you should say no, it. I absolutely fine. have to say it. But I, I'm not I, mad I will, if you don't. I will, not, I will like look down on someone if they don't say God bless you when I see I don't feel strongly that way, but I, I do. I, I say God it's bless like you. It's like Curb, or yeah. is it Seinfeld? It's one of those two when they do. I think Although it's, it's a little like, what's the word? when like Because God bless you is basically being like, man, I hope you're okay. Well, yeah, that's where it comes that's from. It does saying. come from it's sick. A cryptic, it's like God, right. Yeah, well, that's where it comes from. Yeah, exactly. Like the origi- origination of it. But Correct. so if I sneeze one time and you say it, like, that's great. I appreciate it. Second time, you can be a little funny. Like, oh, man, God bless you. Like, no need after really the first I one. agree. I think because after that, I then think you I can feel do, bad. If and someone I feel goes like on a I need to and stop. And they do like 10 in a row or whatever, then you'd be like, the end, be like, God bless you. Yeah, exactly. That's yes. Funny. But I'm not in on... Like God bless you every single I enjoy time. When You've people, already blessed me. I enjoy like it, when people mess around like not mess around, but like have different ways of doing it. Like Emily, she doesn't do this often, but sometimes she'll just go like I like you she'll go, Bless. <laughs> I just think that's <laughs> good. Yeah. Like, I like when you kinda yes. like, you know, obviously you can type people saying stuff, but I, I think she'll just go bless. I forget <laughs> where like, I was. I was somewhere yesterday or the day before bless. and I sneezed a few times and the person said, God bless you every time. And by the end, yeah, I was like awkward. I was like, please just let me stop because I can't <laughs> I can't handle this anymore. It's good stuff. Thank you. I like that. All right. Um, my final... Oh, I just had it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Yes. So I just watched a movie called The Creator. Liked right. didn't love. It's fine. Good yeah. movie. You know, nothing like most amazing. most movies. <laughs> Thank you, maybe. <laughs> Shout out to the Oscar noms. I'll have thoughts on the Oscar noms on tomorrow's pod. I'll let so that's know. TV shows and movies or just movies? Just movies. Okay. The Emmys. The Emmys. Shows. The Golden right. Globes are both. And the Grammys is music. Is music. And okay. the Golden Globes do TV and movies. Right. Regardless. Uh, not pertinent to this conversation. The creator didn't get nominated for a couple of awards for, for uh, Who's visual effects and stuff. John David Washington. That's where I'm going with this. You okay. know who John David Washington no. is? I mean, I might recognize him. Um, John David Washington yes. is his name? Yes. Let me look it up. He's probably been in some stuff you've seen. He's John, in Tenet. Was he in Vanderpump? Uh, he's in Black Klansman. He's been in a bunch of uh, stuff. I haven't seen those. Well, and anyway. I don't recognize this guy a ton. Okay. Well, he is Denzel Washington's son. 
He looks like someone that would be on The Bachelor. He is Denzel Washington's son. Really? Yes. Wow. So that's why I'm going with this. So this movie has a lot of voiceovers. Like where Denzel's talking- son is 39? Yes. Jeez. That's Denzel's son. Well, Denzel's like 75 or something. Or 70. Denzel's 75. 70, 70, I would guess. Maybe I'm a little shitty. I'll look it up you know, while you He talk. might be like 69. I'm going to guess 69 for Denzel is my guess. Take, look it up while I'm Okay, here we go. Wow, 69. Did I get it right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I like that. Thank you very much. I like that. Uh, but here's Just m- turned 69. My, so, wow. That's pretty so Maybe awesome. you saw it. No, I didn't. I had no idea. But anyway, regardless, my final thought um, is that there's a lot of voiceovers in this movie. The amazing thing, and you could see him, he doesn't look like Denzel that much. Like, no, he, he doesn't. Dude, he sounds exactly like Denzel. Really? Like young Denzel. Like there's so many voiceovers where it's just his voice talking over what's happening. I'm be like, and then we went here or whatever. And every time, like, Denzel? What? Wow. Is that Denzel? It's, dude, he, like, it's young Denzel. It's not like old Denzel. He, he sounds just like He really his doesn't dad. look like him. And he I'm doesn't look at, yeah. like him. That's why he really doesn't, like, at all almost. Like, you know what he kind of looks like? Uh, P. Diddy. No, it's it, he doesn't really that much. That's a different. That, that picture of him doesn't look exactly like what he looks like in movies, but a little bit I could see. Is this like, what he looks not, like? See, no, that doesn't really look like him. So in the movie. I mean, this is him for what yeah, it's worth. Yeah, but that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's a weird look for him, regardless. This one, sure. That looks okay. more like him. Is that a picture with Denzel? Yeah. So he doesn't really look like his father. He sounds like his father. Wow, it's wild. So check All right. It. There you go. All right. Literally, we're done. Thirty seconds before your meeting starts. This is amazing. So maybe I'll come up with some uh, some Oscar takes. Please. Yeah. I would really appreciate it. Because we're doing it tomorrow, so. Yeah, we can hurt people's ears with your Oscar dicks. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's Barbie. Yeah. It's Barbie. Oppenheimer. Barbie. Did you see Oppenheimer? No. Why? Oh, that's Movie of the year. I'm all right with it. It's so great. You know what I started that I didn't like? Um, The Maestro. I, so I was not a huge fan of Meister. I thought Very it was boring. okay. Very boring. I thought, uh, so I liked it more than that. I watched the whole thing. I, I gave it. up like 25 yeah. minutes. Uh, so I, I'll give you my thoughts tomorrow. I've only seen five of the 10 best picture noms. Obviously, by the time the Oscars happen, I'll see L10 because that's what I do every year. I will not miss the best Have picture I, nominee. Maybe I'll say I'm going to write this down. Just write it down. But we're going to talk Oscars tomorrow as well as... What Nick and Allie have to say. Yeah. We don't know what time the press conference is. Whenever it is, Elliot will obviously be there, but we will have a pot out tomorrow at some point after the, after the press conference. Uh, get some answers, or at least what they tell us. Yeah, it'll be. I'm sure it'll be very uh, uh, honest. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, super informative. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, that's tomorrow. Until then, he's Adam James.